I'm Joshua Craig, and you're listening to The Northern Corner. I'm joined here by my co-hosts, Jonathan McDowell and Jessica Bates. How's it going, guys? Oh, cool. pretty good, pretty good. Why the fuck would you cut me off like that? Because <laughs> I always cut you off. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is Jessica Bates. She definitely has the last name for a reason. She is very attached to her. Like in like a sexual manner? Or... Why would you... You're fucking disgusting. No, he... Well, I, I figured the podcast has been on for like 30 seconds. I should just jump right to incest. <laughs> you know, that, that's how it works, right? Speaking of incest, how's your... Fucker on my right right here. His name's Jonathan the Devil. He likes drugs in his milk. He likes to masturbate a lot. He likes to annoy people on his spare time, which seems to be a lot lately. And he's very, very close to his male friends. Negative half a foot. <laughs> My name's Josh Craig, and uh, nobody fucking wanted to introduce me, so I'm going to do it myself. I'm uh, a fat ass that lives in Canada, and uh, I don't know, I really enjoy pizza and other pastries. Um, please don't send us any in the mail, because fucking gross. Okay, we're going to go into our first topic, which is horror movies. What makes them good, what makes them bad. And what are our favorite horror movies? We'll start with that, I guess. Yeah. Go. Jessica. Oh, shit. My favorite horror is Nightmare on Elm Street because I just love that Freddy Krueger. I feel like you just want full-blown southern <laughs> retard. I know. Um, John, go. I'd have to say my favorite horror movie is Alien because of the sexual imagery. It just proves that our culture has a fear of vaginas. They just pretty much put teeth in a vagina and they were good to go. It was teeth in a vagina, but then didn't the teeth come out of the vagina? Yes, they As did. well, so it was kind of also like a penis? Yes, it was a penis vagina with teeth. I think we're just afraid of hermaphrodites. If <laughs> I can even say that word, hermaphrodites. Yes, if you could say it, that's what we would be afraid of. Fair enough. I think uh, my favorite horror movie is still Friday the 13th, even though, I don't know. Yeah, Friday the 13th Part 2, where Jason shows up. Best horror movie. Why? Iconic. That's all I got. Fair enough. But what I'd have to say as to what makes a horror movie good is it would have to be a combination of a couple things. Especially the themes it deals with, sound, and lighting. Fair enough. I would say that the most important out of those would have to be sound. Because, say you have fucking clown music, the do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do, while they're being chased, you, all you're going to do is fucking laugh at it. I don't know. Jessica's pretty terrified of clowns, actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that might actually be the thing that gives her nightmares. Yeah. It, it, it does. But, generally speaking, you're correct. Yeah. Yeah. I say sound is a very big part of it, but what makes a horror movie good, of course, is the actors portrayed in it, so that that plays an important role, like have this stupid-ass person that just doesn't know how to portray a, a right image of someone panicked or whatever, it just makes the whole movie like a joke kind of thing you do need some actor skill but i mean yeah. sometimes it's also like the, the visual gore that's what mm-hmm. i what i really fucking enjoy about these horror movies is just 
watching a limb fly off, shit like that. Like, stuff I'm not going to see on a day-to-day basis yeah. being a janitor. Yeah. To be fair, even though the gore is great, going back to actors, is it better when the characters are stereotypes or when they're actual fully developed people? Like, what? which one do you prefer more? I actually, I think I enjoy stereotypes more. I like the jock who's banging the slut, the stoner who always seems to either find his way out and be one of the last to die, or just bite the dust right it off the bat like while trying a, to smoke weed with Jason. It sounds like Cabin in the Woods much. Yeah, pretty much though. <laughs> Fucking, that was like the yeah. perfect, it pulled apart the entire series. That was, was a dissection. That was yes, different. it was a very good deconstruction of the horror genre. Yeah. Like, it was a phenomenal movie in and of itself. And the way that it handled everything, top notch. Yeah, and there were some twists and turns still. Like, it wasn't just like, this is the stereotype, this is how it's happening, it's over. Yeah. You know, it still gave you enough twists and turns, and it threw in some other things to be like, holy shit, this, this works awesome. for every horror movie. Yeah. yeah, and especially with the whole fact that they were going with, oh, if we don't make these sacrifices the way that they want, the gods are going to destroy our world. Which actually, if you think about it, is mostly true. Because if audiences, their gods, so to speak, would, like, they don't enjoy anything about the movie, in particular with Saw, they enjoyed the mutilation of it. Yeah, the torture so, porn, you know. Exactly. Yeah. So, I would have to go in to say that that was one of my favorite aspects of Cabin in the Woods. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you have no viewer base, it's going to die off. Yeah, essentially the world will get destroyed. Very cool. Yeah, I don't know. Like my, I love the whole idea of mutilation and stuff like that in horror movies. Just because it, it freaks me out so much that it makes me cringe, and I enjoy that aspect of it where I'm just like, "Oh, what the fuck!" You know, like <laughs> oh, I don't want to lose any of my limbs, but I'll sure enjoy watching you lose all of your limbs. <laughs> Pointing at Jessica, of course. Oh, of course. Why well, pick on the little midget? Yeah. Yeah. Who wouldn't? I mean, you're practically just Warwick Davis here. Yeah, a Vern Troyer type. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Alright, I need a bit of education to follow up on you guys, but uh, I still have a few uh, shit up my sleeve to piss you all off. Why would you have shit up your sleeve? That's (laughs) disgusting. Why did you just bring up shit and piss in like the same (laughs) sentence? Because we all know that happened. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so what makes a horror movie bad? We kind of covered um, what makes it good. I would say overacting and so back like to pretty much acting point. too much of everything, like anything. Like yeah. you go overboard with the lighting, too much light or too much dark, it's not very good. It's hard like, to see or it's not scary at all if you have too much light. Exactly. And then with sound, either too much tension and no payoff or no tension and it's... Pretty much, instead of going for a big finish after working yourself up, it's just kind of, you just get it all done with as quick as you can. Fair enough. Just like sex. Just like sex, (laughs) yes. Like, it's all about finding that middle ground with horror movies, I think. You, You have too much of one, too much gore, it just becomes almost tedious. There's no payoff to it. True enough. And you just end up disappointed with the whole thing 
Yeah, you need a perfect balance of everything, so... Mm -hmm. Like, too much tension, not enough gore, it just feels like there's no payoff. What would make... When we come back to the what makes a horror movie good, it would be, of course, a producer. Mm -hmm. yeah, like a director? <laughs> yeah, a director. Yeah, that's like Wes Craven? Pretty yeah. much gold, except for My Soul to Take. Hated that movie. Um, yeah, I was pretty shitty. <laughs> I think with a horror movie, though, you need, like, a good killer, too. You know Absolutely. I mean? Like, if you don't have somebody who actually, you look at them and you're like, holy shit, like, Jason, just silent, deadly killer. You see him, he's just coming for you. You can run as fast as you want, but he's just, he's walking, you know? And it's he's just, just a casual Tuesday. He doesn't really walk, he just fucking teleports. Yeah, or if you watch the new one, he tunnel system. Yeah, I don't like that. It takes away a lot of the mystery and mystique of the character. True you enough. You give away too much of the characters, they become boring. You, there's no mystery, so you don't have anything to be like, oh my god, how can he do that? Why does he do this? Mm -hmm. Which I find is what's the most interesting part of those characters. That's why I love Kruger, because Kruger pops up in your dreams. Oh shit. Yeah. Still not really explainable. and He's mm -hmm. practically a tulpa. Yeah, that's exactly it. his power disappears the moment people stop caring about him. If you mm -hmm. don't remember him, you're not afraid of him, he's gone. Yeah. And so I think Freddy's a tulpa. Freddy is definitely a tulpa. Yeah. What did you guys think of the new uh, Nightmare on Elm Street? I think it was bad enough that I didn't watch it. Yeah? yeah. Yep. Fuck, did you watch it? I watched parts of it, fell asleep on it, it was pretty Fuck. terrible. I'm the only one who watched it all the way through. That movie's a piece of shit, in my opinion. They took away all the humor to Freddy, and they just straight up made him a child molester instead of a child murderer. Because now he's a completely unlikable person. That's why they made him, like, a child murderer before instead of a molester. Yeah, so that he could be like... Yeah, you still knew he raped the kids, but it wasn't in your face. Exactly. And that's the difference. That's why yeah. some people feel offense when I say, I like Freddy Krueger. Yeah, and a lot of what makes a good villain, I think, is if you're deciding between whether it's a force of nature or another character. Mm -hmm. If, if it's Jason's a, a force of nature. Absolutely. You do not humanize or characterize a force of nature. Yeah. It's just essentially a plot device instead of an actual living being. It's, I consider Jason to be something like a fucking tornado. Yeah, pretty much. But, uh, yeah, no, with Freddy, they just, they went too deep, and he's always been about sound and humor. Yes. You know, and there was only yes. one scene in that movie I can think of that even had anything humor-related. Fucking, he's got the guy strung up in the air, and the guy's, like, dead in his nightmare, and the guy's like, what? But I'm dead. And he's like, yeah, your brain dies, but it stays alive for seven minutes. Guess we have six minutes to play, you know? It's fucking beautiful. Oh. But that's the only time that I see old Freddy kind of peek out. Mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah, like, I just feel that with certain characters, <clears throat> only certain people are able to do them. Freddy being the prime example of that. Yeah, Robert England, perfect Perfect Freddy. actor for him. Yes, oh, like, I love him. could not imagine anyone else doing it. Yeah, whereas Jason's had, I think, like, four different actors at least. Yeah, because he's a mysterious yeah. force of nature. He's not really a character. Character ha Like, Freddy has a lot more character than Jason does, oh. which is why you can only do him that way that Robert England does. Yeah. Jason, Michael Myers, 
Can't really think of many others because I don't watch too many slasher films. But <laughs> slasher flicks. Yeah, <laughs> so those good. ones, the forces of nature. You just need somebody big, imposing, and that you really think would be able to rip somebody apart with their bare hands, or put two teenagers in a sleeping bag and smack them across a tree. <laughs> Do you like premarital sex? How about marijuana? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And I do like with those Force of Nature characters that you can... You don't need a whole lot of detail as to why they're doing it. Essentially, Jason, you didn't give a shit that he got drowned by the teenagers smoking weed and having sex. He didn't give a shit. He cared that they killed his mother. Yeah. You hurt my mom. I'm going to hurt you. Yeah, and yeah. that's the whole thing for the next, what, dozen movies? Yeah, yeah. there's been... A, Vengeance! I think the last one was the 13th. Yeah. Yeah, the remake. <clears throat> so yeah, like, that's a dozen movies that his motivation is, yeah. Vengeance. Vengeance for his mother, exactly. Yeah, yeah. fantastic. Mm-hmm. So kids, lesson of the story, don't do drugs and don't have sex. Oh, no, 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 <laughs> nobody cares. Just... Make sure not to do them while you're babysitting. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I don't know, like, do you ever watch Scream? I did. A little did? bit, uh, but I haven't been able to finish a full one. Oh, fair I just enough. keep falling asleep. I've watched all four. That's another horror movie deconstruction kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just, it's beautifully done because it still, like, holds up to a slasher flick kind of thing, but at the same time has those characters that kind of break the fourth wall. Like, the one guy in it, he's constantly like, we can't have sex, we can't do drugs, we can blah, 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 this is how we die, this is a horror movie situation. You know? I I love movies that break the fourth wall. Like, I find that, generally, the movie doesn't even have to be good as long as it's written well. Yeah, you know, exactly. Fair enough. And then, ones that go over the top and embrace it, particularly Evil Dead 2. Yeah. Yes. That one is way too over the top to really be a true horror movie. Yeah. It's closer to a black comedy. With Evil Dead 1, I do know that they didn't really have the budget to do it how they wanted. And they ended up going over the top. People enjoyed how over the top it was. So they sort of embraced it, redid it a little bit, and just went completely fucking overboard with the second Tried to get rid of the horror almost, it felt like, and just put in Ash fucking up Deadites. Which is fantastic, you know? And then that led it pretty much right into a horror action comedy. Yeah. It was fantastic. Whereas, you see what they wanted to do with the newer Evil Dead, which went full-blown, like, over-the-top Sagor in an Evil Dead scenario, which kind of, it took it too far the opposite direction. That is exactly yeah. how I feel. It wasn't nearly as strong a movie as I had hoped it would be. Just relied on the gore way too much, I think, for it. Yeah, whereas the first one, it relied too much on Bruce Campbell's chin, which, honestly, you really cannot go wrong with that. No, you can film that thing for miles. <laughs> for miles, days? I don't give a shit. Give me a movie that's just Bruce Campbell in the mirror with his, or shaving his chin. I will masturbate to it. Yeah. Oh. I find that movie very easy to masturbate to. Yes. It's about five milliliters out of... <laughs> Gross. <laughs> um, so, back on the topic of masturbation, did you guys watch the movie Teeth? Yes. No, I did not. You didn't watch Teeth? No, I did not. Vagina Dentata? What a horrible phrase. 
means no boyfriends for the rest of your days. And that is beautiful. Oh, now wow. you gotta watch teeth. Chick lives near a radio. What is it? Uh, fucking um, nuclear power plant, right? Yeah, I think that's what yeah. it is. And she grows teeth in her vagina, like right off the bat. And it has an incest moment where boy, her her brother gets his fucking finger bit down there, and he's always been afraid of her ever since. Yeah. And she starts using it like uh, almost like a anti rape weapon. Yeah. The first time she uses it was completely unintentional. Yeah. She was pretty much getting raped by her boyfriend at the time. Bites off his dick, and then. Comes back later, finds out he died from bleeding out. Go figure. So, <laughs> Who would have known you get your dick cut off, you die? <laughs> I have no idea. I just kind of. I didn't know that shit. Oh shit. <laughs> I just kind of thought that, you know, it grows right back even longer. Like, Pinocchio. I don't I know I just that... lie and it comes back. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that always works, right? I have a nine inch penis. Please grow, please go, please grow. <laughs> no, never mind. <laughs> we all know that's not how it works. You have, once you tell the truth, that's when it gets bigger. Otherwise, it's just your nose. I have a micro penis. It's still not growing. I'm stuck in the terrible in between. Or it could be an evil, uh, an evil dead, uh, dead eye dick. Ooh. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. My dick grew another me. Yeah. Now we're gonna segue into our next topic. It's uh, the ten most common phobias. Take it away, Jessica. Alright, so... Uh... And well, since we have a Quebecois here, being Jessica, we're going to have her definitely, definitely talk about, or trying to pronounce the Latin names. I sure do love my Latin. Carpe diem. That's <laughs> all we got, maybe Hakuna Matata? Yeah. Precisely. Tattooed down your arm. Exactly. I just love that Lion King. I'm the number one fan and kill all you other ones. <laughs> Alright, so going through with the ten most common phobias. Starting off, we have the fear of spiders, which is, of course, arachnophobia. Now, I have that one I, hardcore. I, I, I don't understand you people for being afraid of spiders. They're so cute. You could become like a little Spider-Man if you wanted to. Just... Just love them. They're, just let it bite you? They're they're more afraid of you than you are of them. That's why they bite. I don't bite. think that's possible with Josh. You have never seen him around a spider, especially a big one. When a spider comes by, I suffer something from something called bitch brain. <laughs> I instantly like, ah! And shut down. And then it's just fucking game over for me, man. Game I over, save man. them at work so that Josh doesn't have to kill them. It's true. If I see one, I'll scream. And then I'll run away, and then I'll build up the courage to come back, maybe stomp it. Yeah. Hope it rains. Hope it rains. Oh, going through with the, the second common fear is a fear of snakes, which is ophidiophobia. <laughs> what? Ophiophobia? Ophiodiophobia. Oh, yeah. I'm not so much afraid of snakes. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, Your not, favorite I, kind of snake is definitely the trouser snake. It is. I play with mine daily. <laughs> <laughs> Who uh, doesn't? Me, because I don't have one. Ha ha ha! I don't know you play with. No, no, no. No, no, no. Uh, Those jokes aren't necessary. Ah, I love snakes, actually. I always wanted a fucking snake. Oh, yeah. Who put these motherfucking snakes on the 
this motherfucking plane? Oh. Uh, I was thinking, who put these motherfucking snakes in this motherfucking podcast? Podcast, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just had to put Samuel L. Jackson in there because he's, of course, fantastic. All right, third in the fear is acrophobia, fear of heights. Well, my mom sure does have that. Every time we go on a bridge, she starts panicking. Every time we're high up on a building, she just starts panicking. Yeah. Weird question for you guys. When you're at a really high building, do you have the urge to, like, look over and jump off? Not jump off. <laughs> like, I'm not, like, I'm not suicidal. I just, when I see a huge ledge, I get the urge to, like, yeah, I should, like, look over and then maybe lean and then I'm going to fall and die. And I don't want to jump off. But it's in my brain that's like, I definitely, I definitely get that idea. Like, I have to look yeah. down. Occasionally, I'll spit off of it just to see what happens. Yeah. But. And imagine that that spits you just <laughs> against the pavement. Well, now I will. But <laughs> maybe drop a penny off of it, see what happens. I don't know. <laughs> Falls on someone's head far enough, far up enough, kills them. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Little penny bullets. <laughs> <laughs> Just take a roll of quarters. Oh, oh I, God, Massacre New York. <laughs> I, I'm an adrenaline junkie, and uh, I know that like if it's safe, then I will go through a maneuver, and of course, parachuting which was, was one of them. It's safe enough, and you get that feeling to look, and then jump, and oh, you get to live at the end of it. So I went bungee jumping. That is one thing my fat ass will never do again. <laughs> Holy fuck. It was so much fun. Yeah, for you, I was fucking screaming. I was like, I'm gonna yell caca when I jump. <laughs> fucking jump. Oh shit! And you can't hear anything. It's just <laughs> fucking dead air. Oh my god. <laughs> Next phobia. Agoraphobia. Fear of situation where escape is difficult. I guess I'd have... I'm not, I'm not afraid of anything much other than clowns, but, yeah. uh, like, I, I do start to, like, get aggressive when, like, situations are, like, kind of difficult. Like a cornered animal? Yeah, cornered animal situation. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I think well, it's more referring to wide open spaces, is it not? Uh, it's, like, wide open spaces or, like, social situations, I think. But mm. also social situations, yeah, I think, no, is that, another phobia. That, that's another phobia by itself. Yeah. yeah. But it, it leads up to people, like, not wanting to leave their house because of outside, you know, you can't escape it, right? And so inside is your safe place. And so they, they won't leave their house with agoraphobia sometimes. I thought everywhere was a safe space nowadays. <laughs> oh, John, words still hurt me, and I still have to come back to my house to cry. Well, I, I guess per, that that fear comes into anything. Like, they can be in their own house, fall in their bathtub, break their neck, still be alive, can't escape from that, and just, like, panic to fucking death. That happened so. to me before. <laughs> I'm coming at you from my fat, blubberous robot body. Oh, you're an android? I am. Oh, we all do hate these androids. Literally the worst possible thing. They want to take over the world. We won't get John into androids this episode, because fuck, (laughs) we'll be here for three days. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, the next phobia is cynophobia, which is fear of dogs. 
It sounds like it would be fear of movies. I know, me too. That's what I thought. But I was like, no, fear of <laughs> yeah. Who would be afraid of these cute little dogs? I don't know. I got chased by a couple of Rottweilers before. That's fucking terrifying. Oh, so now you want to ban Rottweilers? Is yeah. that it? I'll ban you. Oh, okay. Fucking no women in Canada. Get out. Oh, awesome. <laughs> well, we now we know that Josh Craig is a sexist. I'm not really a sexist. I just don't like Jessica. Oh, okay. That's awesome. Thank you. Well, I, I like you anyways. So. Oh. We don't take kindly to your kind around here. No. Get out! But I'm not a Quebecer. I was born in Calgary. That makes me now a burden. Okay? Yeah, but something went horribly wrong. Yeah, I moved to Quebec. <laughs> Welcome to Canada South. <laughs> I thought that was Manitoba. Oh. So, oh, the other one is astrophobia. That's fear of thunder and lightning. <laughs> Do you want a little or... bit of thunder? How about a little bit of lightning? <laughs> Fucking, that's why I can't wear muscle shirts. Because <laughs> people scream when they see these guns. <laughs> What's the next one? Uh, well, me for for that one, it's the opposite. I adore thunder and lightning. Like it's one of the things that relax me the most. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I'll be, out, I'll be outside during like a rainstorm or a thunder lightning storm. I'll just look at it and be like amazed and like think of the universe and then just like be perfectly at peace. I love lightning. I hate thunder. Like I like seeing the the in the sky, but I don't like hearing it. To be honest, I find it the easiest to sleep. During a thunderstorm. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Not when it's like shaking the building close, but close enough you can hear it. I, I can sleep really well during like rainstorms because then I don't wake myself up by the sound of me peeing. <laughs> <laughs> Which happens frequently. Uh, well, I have to wear depends. Post-traumatic people do hate thunder. That makes sense, actually. Yeah. yeah. So I guess we'd fit in post-traumatic people with that fear because that uh, my dad I think sometimes like he he gets really edgy whenever he hears a loud bang so like, thunderstorms aren't his favorite. Fair enough. Being in the army, that yeah that'll happen. It kind of <laughs> happens. Yeah. Oh, respect to all our veterans. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, next phobia. Let's try and say this properly. Tripanophobia. Tripanophobia. Is that the fear of pterodactyl mermaids? No, it's fear of injections. Oh, I actually, I think I kind of have that one. Yeah, me yeah. too. That's why I'm not a fucking junkie. We all know junkie is the opposite of that. They just like sting me, sting me. I love it, I love it. Ugh. Fucking, Ugh. I would actually say, yeah, yeah, fucking. Yeah, I, they had I don't to give me fucking get... insulin shots one time, or I had to give them to myself. That is the weirdest fucking thing to wrap around your brain, is that you're sticking needles into your skull. Oh, yeah. That fucking sucks. I had a foot infection which made me take my own antibiotics. I had to put them intravenous, and I'd have to, like, uh, vaccine myself, I guess. You're and... a disgusting human being. No, it was medical <laughs> purpose, and oh, I just can't, I can't do it. It's, like, disgusting. <laughs> I haven't had to do it myself, but I've never had problems when somebody's given me any kind of injection. Even when they miss the vein. Yeah? Yeah. What about your hot beef injections? Do you enjoy those? I enjoy giving them. (laughs) 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 All right. Let's jump into the other phobia, which is social phobias. Fear of social situation. Duh. 
by yeah, the name. That's why we're recording say... in my basement. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> the most comfortable place in your house if you want to get murdered. Yeah. <laughs> or if you want to buy some meth. <laughs> Not oh. anymore. He's gone. Yeah. Thank God. But we're recording of... out of a, a deconstructed meth lab. Oh, yeah. Mm, no, not legitimately. <laughs> we don't do drugs in Canada. This one's going to be interesting. It's pteromarahanophobia. Pteromarahano, uh, whatever. That's got to be the fear of pterodactyl mermaids. No, that's Most the fear so. of flying. Ooh. Ooh. Flying. Flying mermaids. So pterodactyl mermaids. See? Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I guess it works. Holy well, shit. I'm not afraid of flying. I'm afraid of flying without a plane. <laughs> you know, or a parachute. Or just anything that means me in dead air. No, thank you. I don't know. What about you guys? You guys fear flying? No, no. I actually like planes. I've traveled all my life especially when I was a baby so I just fucking love it my mom on the contrary she can't be conscious when she goes on a plane because she freaks the fuck out comes to the point of fear of heights as well so it's pretty similar she just like hates it and uh, yeah she's pretty fucking terrible like she has so many phobias it's unbelievable so I'm the opposite of my mom I just enjoy all the things she hates but uh, and that's why you guys are such a great couple Oh, yeah, let's all jump into how I'm incest with my mom. No, we are close, like, she's a very good mom and I'm a good daughter, but no, not in any sexual sense, you guys are terrible people. Fair enough. (laughs) I've never had any problems with flying, I just find it tedious, personally. Fair enough, that also makes sense, just sitting there for fucking eight hours with nothing to do. You're essentially on a flying bus. But what I do fear, and I don't know if that falls into social phobias, but it comes to the point where a bad situation happens, people panic. I, I fear how people panic, because when they panic, they just lose their shit, and I hate situations like that, where... You, you, you can't do anything and you're trying to keep calm but everyone who's around you is just like panicking oh, I hate it that makes sense well, and especially in plane like imagine there's a little turbulence whatever everyone's just like <gasps> screaming making everything more drastic than it should be just like chill out it's, it's the clouds man it's turbulence it's just listen to the clouds man <laughs> high up in the sky yeah I, I fear a lot of shit you could probably narrow it down to the things that I'm not afraid of. That would probably be the shorter list. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like I don't like cars. I don't mind being in cars, but I don't like be- walking across a street, for example. I feel like I'm going to get run over, even if the fucking car is like 40 mi- meters away. You know? Like, I don't know. But that's maybe just me. Could also just be a healthy dose of fear. I mean, you've seen me hit get hit by a car what twice now oh yeah yeah You're fucking standing in front of them no i dare you to move good chunk now he's got a scar across his chin yeah <laughs> at, oh, at least wow. the first time they didn't see me <laughs> oh god uh, is that it for the top 10 uh no there's the 10th one which is misophobia fear of germs or dirt Fair enough. Howie Mandel. Yeah, Howie Mandel is yeah, one of them. Yeah, fucking germaphobe. Oh. I feel like my mother's also kind of a germaphobe. Just everywhere she goes, just Purell, Purell, Purell. 
Oh, I fucking hate that. Well, basically, you think about it, our generation, especially generation of mothers, these these times, they're like every time in a park with kids and they play in the dirt, oh, Purell after Purell after Purell. But that's just terrible. The kid doesn't create any natural antibodies against and it always gets sick no matter like, oh, they touch a doorknob, oh, I get sick. But hey. Yeah, when I was a kid, I used to eat cat shit. I used to eat... Dirt. That's what I was gonna say. Not cash shit, but I don't know. <laughs> Built my immune system pretty deep. Yeah. yeah me now too. I only get sick yeah. every time I leave the house. <laughs> yeah. Only thing I ate was I got fed rocks by the kids back in my hometown. Were they trying to drown you? Did they feed you rocks and throw you in the lake? No, they just kind of threw them at me. Oh. Yeah. It was lovely. Nice. Aww. So to wrap this all up, we're gonna be doing this bi-weekly. Um, we're going to talk about like everything horror, but not just limited to horror. I mean, like we can talk about like current events, movies, books, music, comics, anything we really care about, uh, whenever we care about it, really. It's, um, hopefully just an outlet for us to get out there a little bit. Uh, you can follow us at, at the Northern Corner on Twitter and, uh, we'll be back in about two weeks. Thank you for listening. Have a good one. See you later, fuckers. And don't forget, Akuna Matata. You're gay. <laughs>